Hi, thank you for tuning in to More Life The Reentry Podcast, a podcast about offender reentry, reform, and advocacy. I'm your host, Vinkivia Garner. So on today's episode, we're going to be providing you with a brief update, and then we're going to be talking about second chances. And we're specifically going to be talking about Second Chances Month. But before we get into our topic for today, I really want to just acknowledge that um, we've taken a two-month hiatus and we really appreciate our audience and our supporters um, for supporting us throughout that hiatus and um, continuously seeking new information and content from us um, and wanting to learn about, you know, reentry and all the different areas that come with it. We shut down for two months for some logistical reasons, but we also wanted to make sure that we are bringing content to our audience that is resourceful, that is helpful, um, and what they want to hear about. So I want to say that we are back up and running, and with this episode and from here forward, um, we have content that will be very much what I said, resourceful. And not saying that the other content wasn't, um, but just trying to really tailor our episodes and our content to what it is that our audience wants to hear. So that's what we've been working on and as well as filling out, figuring out very logistical things to help us grow as a podcast as well. So I really wanted to say thank you for your patience um, and thank you for the continuous support. Um, But within our two-month hiatus, there was also some things that we missed, some really important things that we missed. Um, If you didn't get to see on the Instagram page, More Like the Reentry Podcast turned one years old, celebrated their first anniversary of being a podcast uh, on April 26th. It literally was in Second Chances Month, also within the week of what would typically be reentry week. Um, so yes, yeah, more life. The reentry podcast has been here for a year now. Um, we've put out a year worth of content, a year worth of episodes, and we've seen so much growth. We've seen so much support as we have been doing this. And you know, our goal as we continue to do this is to continue to tailor our episodes to our listeners, um, as well as informing other people about all the things that comes with reentry and all the challenges, but as well as celebrating the successes and um, advocating for the individuals that are going through these processes. So yes, we celebrated a year and so congratulations to us and congratulations to our supporters that have stuck with us and our audience members that have stuck with us. Um, We really do appreciate you. Also, in line with the content that we're going to be talking about today, April was Second Chances Month, and that's a really important month for, one, people who are formerly incarcerated um, and for a podcast like this, because it's a month where we celebrate, we reaffirm um, the importance of helping those who are formerly incarcerated and helping them come back into society. Um, I will say, so Second Chances Month is, I just wanted to talk to you guys about what this month is, what it means, how it started. Um, Just give y'all a little bit of details on what it means. So just to give you a a very brief history of Second Chances Month, um, I feel like I've kind of outlined 
the definition, but just to say it again, Second Chances Month is in April. Um, and it's a month where we recognize and, like I said, reaffirm the importance of formerly incarcerated people and their transition back into society. Um, Second Chances Month was essentially developed or created by the Prison Fellowship Organization in 2017. They, they came up with this idea of reaffirming, recognizing the importance. Um, and since then, it has grown tremendously to where we've seen presidents put it in place of every April, this is what we acknowledge. This is what we celebrate. Um, we've seen organizations, different states begin to recognize and join the Prison Fellowship as partners to celebrate um, the initiatives of formerly incarcerated individuals, um, as well as just acknowledge what their struggles are um, and how important it is that we support and help them throughout their process. So every April, it's kind of, like I said, since 2017, this is something that has been going on and people have been celebrating it. And if you don't know, this is what it's here for. We are here to tell you and inform you of these different things. Um, but I also think that there are some important things to know with, you know, just thinking about Second Chances Month. Um, I know we talk a lot about this at the very beginning of, uh, at the very beginning of this podcast, when this podcast started a year ago, uh, just the importance of what it means to provide people with second chances. Um, you know, we don't we don't think about the fact of that you know every year there's at least six hundred and fifty thousand people coming out of prison, and these people have to come back into society. They have to come back and um, be able to live just as we are. Um, aside from the people that are coming out of prison, we have millions of people that have a criminal record or have been convicted of some type of felony. And for each of these individuals, there are a lot of barriers that come with that incarceration or that come with that conviction that really enable them to be able to live lives um, that we would consider successful um, or even meaningful because there is just so much stigma behind being incarcerated, so much stigma behind having a criminal record that really does diminish their possibilities of being able to succeed. So when we talk about second chances, we talk about we talk about supporting people who, yes, who have made mistakes and are making efforts to um rectify these mistakes you know they're making efforts to redefine themselves um they're wanting to contribute to society in a way that is productive in a way that is meaningful that's what second chances is and you know the united states that we live in it's a it's a place of redemption um it's a place of opportunity and that opportunity should be also extended to people who are formerly incarcerated and when you think about our overall goals of 
you know, wanting to reduce recidivism, wanting public safety, wanting to build safer communities. This is how we do that. We do that by offering second chances. We do that by allowing people to, you know, recognize that they made a mistake, but they also can still redeem themselves afterwards. Um, and I think that's where us as a community comes in and we have to look at what do second chances mean to us and how do we apply this um, and take away the stigma or the biases that we may have towards people. And Second Chances Month is just a really great month to get a lot of information about formerly incarcerated people, their struggles or how to support them um, because it's not an easy process and they essentially what they need is support for them to be able to get to the goals that we want or for them to be able to even get to the goals that they have in their own personal lives. They need that support. They need that um, that push from us and, um, and not even necessarily they need that push from us. They need that understanding and that recognition that yes, we we support them and we understand that people make mistakes, but that their past doesn't decide what their future will be or where they have been doesn't define who they're going to be in the future. And Second Chances Month does a really great job and the organizations that have become involved and in the initiatives that have come out of this are striving to do that, to unlock opportunities for formerly incarcerated people um, and show them that redemption is allowable um, and that in putting in efforts to remove the barriers that keep them stuck or remove the barriers that keep them from being successful. Um, so, if you ever want to learn a little bit more about Second Chances Month, I would encourage you just do a quick Google search. Um, there's there's a lot of information out there. Like I said, you can go to the Prison Fellowship website and they talk a little bit more in detail about the development of Second Chances Month and the various organizations um, and even the various states that have partnered with them to recognize it as well and all the different initiatives that they put on during that month to, like I said, reaffirm and recognize the importance of helping formerly incarcerated people re-enter into society. Um, it's, such a, it's such a great thing to do and it's so beneficial to all of us, you know, as we move forward um, and we try to target these goals of reducing recidivism, reducing recidivism um, and building safer communities. And, you know, one thing that I also want to say is, yes, Second Chances Month is in April, but Second Chances is something that we should be demonstrating every day. Um, it's not something we just celebrate in the month of April. Yes, we recognize it in the month of April, extend a little bit, um, spend a lot of time planning for it, putting on initiatives, and like I said, acknowledging the importance of it, but this is something that we should be doing every day, acknowledging the importance of it um, and helping these individuals as they transition back into the community and providing them resources and uh, providing them with support and adopting those 
adopting an attitude or a perspective of redemption, adopting a perspective of rehabilitation or that past mistakes don't define who we are today or who they are today and definitely don't predict what their future will be. So I really just wanted to talk a little bit about Second Chances Month because I know that we missed that month um, back in April and didn't really get to highlight it then, but I didn't want it to go unnoticed. Um, and I think it's good information for people who don't, who are not aware of this month and maybe, you know, you want to learn a little bit more about it, how you can participate it, participate in it next year um, or what you can do now to participate, you know, I always encourage people to do their own research of look at what it means. Go look up the challenges yourself of formerly incarcerated individuals. Go look up success stories yourself. Um, all of that, that way you can have the information for yourselves as well. Um, but I, I do encourage you before we get off of here to think about your definition of second chance, whether that's a very general, a very specific definition, um, but just think about what offering a second chance to someone means um, and what that would mean to offer, what it would mean to offer it to somebody that is formerly incarcerated um, in trying to come back into the community and trying to reintegrate and, and think about the goals of where we're trying to go as a as a community as a society as a as a nation essentially and you know you can leave them in the comments on our instagram page um you can message us and let us know what you think about second chances what do second chances mean to you you know how do you see yourself being able to be involved in helping or supporting formerly incarcerated individuals. These are all questions for you to think about, and you're definitely more than welcome to send them to our Instagram page, which is more like the reentry podcast um, in the comments, or you can just DM us. But this is something I definitely wanted to talk about and just put it out there. And so it didn't go unnoticed because I know we did miss that month, but I thank you all for tuning in today. And if you want more information about Second Chances Month, um, pivotal information to learn just about reentry, I will make sure that I put it in the description box and uh, any additional resources that you may need. But I do thank you for tuning in today and happy late Second Chances Month. Happy late anniversary to More Like the Reentry podcast. And I will see you all on our next episode. Thank you.